0: You are listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 87. Hey, today I have wedding photographer from south of Spain, Joy, with us. And if you want to check out his Instagram, it's darkmieto and that is A R K M. A I T O. So if you want to jump over and scroll his Instagram while we have a bit of a chat, we're talking about social media today and we're talking about how we can dive in deeper, have a deeper connection with the people that love what we do and how we can use it and change our mindset around creating more opportunities. So this is a big juicy one. And what I'm really excited about with this podcast episode is I've decided I'm going to put these podcast episodes, as many as I can anyway, onto YouTube as well. So I actually recorded this, filmed this podcast episode with Joy and um, it's really fitting because we're talking about social media and I'm always trying to show up more on social media wherever I can. So this is just another step for me, just serving the people that love what I do. So if you want to find me on on YouTube. I don't even know what my YouTube handle is. I think I've got 11 subscribers, but you can go over there and you can actually see us talking and me sitting on my lounge room couch, having a chat with Joy, which is really exciting. So I think with um, social media, a lot of us, we get anxiety around how we show up social media We're not too sure how to best utilize it or how to grow a following and all those type of things. So we tackle all that in today's episode and I'm really excited, so excited to talk to Joy about that because he has a really good social media presence and he's also inside the six-figure business map as well. So... I've talked to him there and he has a Patreon for his community, which I'm a part of as well, which is really cool. Hey, so talking about the six-figure business map, I don't want you to forget, I have enrollments opening up on the 19th of April coming up really soon. If you want to join the wait list, there's going to be tons of bonuses and everything, then get on there on my website, jailong.co. long jailong.co. Get on the wait list because look, seriously, what's holding you back right now in 2021 for, you know, skyrocketing your business. I know what people say, sometimes they say like, it's too expensive to sign up to education or it's too expensive to sign up to a course or have a mentor or business coach. And one thing I'm always coming back to is you've got to do your numbers and you've got to see what the opportunity cost is. Like, what does it cost you for missing out on one more booking this year or not getting five more bookings or... Or your conversion rate is is really low, or whatever it is, I want you to be thinking about those things. Because what is that actually costing you? Now you might be making hundred grand a year and that's great, but are you leaving money on the table? Can you impact more people with your services? Can you get people to connect with your stuff on an even deeper level? So these are all the things that You know, covering the six figure business map, talking about scaling up your business, taking back time, getting back your life, and um, getting your work to the people that actually care about what you do. And that's what's so important. So, 19th of April, I want you to be there, even if you don't join up on the In the business map, I want you to be there because it's always a celebration, inviting in people into the community and having a big free workshop for everybody as well. So that's it. Let's dive straight into the episode. I hope you really enjoy Make sure you share it on Instagram, jilong.co. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, other than that, let's do it. joy finally i get to have a chat with you face to face we've been admiring each other on social media for so long probably too long now so finally i've got you on the on the show how are you man
1: good thank you man no this is so exciting I have, it's 5 30 in the morning right now here in spain and i couldn't sleep just thinking about this video call. i have been following your work for so long and this is so exciting man
0: yeah thank you so much for waking up so early and, and making this happen for us
1: Oh, yeah. Well, um, I'm not used to it. I'm not going to say that this is my daily routine. Um, That would be faking. (laughs) But no, I mean, it's always exciting to get to know people. Um, And this is something that definitely I want to talk today is about how incredible is that you are in the other side of the world. And I'm here and we are talking about something that we're interested. This is is magic for me.
0: It's so cool, man. So... You are just incredible at photography. You're a wedding photographer and I know you do a lot of style shoots and stuff and you're there in in the south of Spain and um, we've been connecting a little bit. I like to feature your work sometimes on my wild elopements page (laughs) and um, we're always admiring yourself and your partner's work as well, Um, just always loving everything that you guys do. Just... So much, I guess, like direction and conviction with your own style and what you're trying to create and portray. And I have so much respect for that when I see someone that brings their voice through their work. So today we're actually diving in and we're talking about social media. So social media is something that you seem to be really good at. I know a lot of people these days are either really good at or not so good. And I think a lot of the times it comes down to the people that are good are willing to put themselves out there and have a chance and experiment and, and, you know, get vulnerable and get uncomfortable and stuff. And I think the people that struggle a little bit with social media is when they think they need to have the perfect post ready, or they need to have all their ducks lined up in a row and everything absolutely perfect before they actually make the impact. So I love to talk to you today about like breaking down some of those limiting beliefs, thinking that we have to be perfect to be good on social media or that we, um, Oh, that's how social media should be ran. So what do you think about getting into that?
1: I'm completely agree with that. Like I was chatting the other day with a friend who has been always like thinking too much about when to share, how to share on Instagram. I was telling him all the time, like this man, look, this is about doing it. It's not about thinking. I think people put too much responsibility and too much pressure on social media. But we don't put pressure in our daily life. I mean, if we are going to go out and talk to someone, we are going to do it naturally because that's what we do. Um, but when we move to the virtual world of social media, people have all this weird thinking that they should be someone that they are not real. So my to advice always every time I'm talking to someone about social media and they say, hey, Joey, what's the best time to post or what should I do about this? It's like, well, what would you doing? your daily basic like, you shouldn't think double think about that because it's completely unnatural. So you need to be who you are in your real life in order to be successful in social media. I think I think the limit I was reading the other day Omodeus, this book about the creator of Sapien and how the future the future is gonna look like. I firmly believe that the future is going to be way more virtual than it's right now. And we need to start getting used to being there Use it in a natural way because, you know, this is how everything is moving. For me, for example, and I think for a lot of creative and business people, we spend a lot of time in the virtual world. Um, they are a new language. There is a new way of communication. We just have to be there. Take it easy. I mean, if we are not natural, if we don't show who we are, who we really are, um, or what we love or what we hate, it wouldn't be successful. That's so important for me.
0: I think it's so much easier to show up as yourself, isn't it? Because if you didn't and you had to be someone else all the time, it's not sustainable. And it'd be so hard all the time to dress yourself up as that person or to show up as that person or to you know try and write and act as that person. But the people that I've noticed that really get a lot of attention online, they always seem to be 110% themselves, almost too much. you know. So they're like the people that have conviction with their messaging or they, they really do bring out their personality and it's either you love them or hate them. But the thing is, is you know about them. It doesn't matter if you like somebody or you hate somebody. Like with social media, it's like if you know who they are, then they've done their job, really. But I'm, I'm with you. I always say like, um, you know, there's two parts of social media, social and media. And so a lot of the times people forget the social aspect and then they just go straight to the media, which both are really important. But when we go back to the social aspect, it's like, hey, would you talk to your friends at a party like that? Would you go on a first date like that? Would you talk to a room of people like this, the way that you're showing up on social media? And if the answer is no, because you're trying to do less social, more media, then you just have to realize like, okay, media, that's something totally different to social because media could be a billboard. It could be a newspaper. It could be the news. It could be so many other things. But yeah, understanding like where you want to be on social media. And for myself, like it's about social because I love just going out and making friends with someone in South of Spain, like yourself right now on the other side of the world. And, um, you know, and then continuing the conversation on a podcast like this, like we are and, and continuing all those opportunities for years to come as well. So cool. Yeah.
1: That's the greatest stuff. Like, I don't know about you, but you live in Melbourne, right? Um, That's a city full of creative, um, young people. But I live in the south of Spain, in a small city. I'm surrounded by old people, mostly. Um, You know, the kind of friends I have here, uh, my friends from childhood, they are amazing, but they don't share the same interests that I I do. So for me, social media is as well a place to find inspiration, real connection with people that have the same interests that I have. Like if I were searching for people like me around here, I would be completely lost. Um, sometimes I'm talking to my fiance and she said like, why, why you don't have that many friends around here? And I am like, well, I have them out there, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. I relate to that so much.
1: <laughs> I think it has been it has been really punished, you know, the social media. Like we only, we saw this social dilemma on Netflix and we just focused on the bad aspect of social media. But man, Everything I have done as a businessman uh, as, with my job is it, because social media. I grew up as a photographer with Instagram. That's where I learned everything. That's where I did my connections. So we really need to switch our brains and realize that it's not just our job, but for so many photographers right now, I think Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook is just a place to get clients. But it's way more, it's it's way more like uh, to create connection with real people. That's that's what will happen with me now. When I travel around the world, I have someone to meet everywhere. Like if I go to LA, I have either a photographer, either a couple that I shoot, and I shoot that couple because they saw me on social media and they align with my style. So I think we have to really switch our minds about how social media are doing something for us. Because also, I think this is just the start, you know this is gonna grow more uh, i think we will forget about instagram we will forget about facebook and we got we'll get even more involved in in, in see social media so we have to get used to it
0: yeah i think like the last 10 years has been a lot of growing pains for a lot of people as they're adapting to social media but i think going into the 20s as we are now it's like hey it's in our life and it's a real thing and now it's a predominant thing in our lives as well and it's becoming more and more a thing where like I th- I believe in the future that we won't have resumes. I believe people will be going off like face value from what they see on social media, how they show up, and you will have so many different channels, different ways you can connect with people. But I think you're doing yourself an injustice by not actually getting on there and learning how to use it and becoming comfortable with it, like getting rid of that anxiety and like you're saying, there's negative feelings because It's easy to fall into those traps of the negative feelings of thinking like, you know, the big guys are watching us and whatever. But on a small scale, like right now, and I'm old enough to know, I had my first business was with print and it was like, you know, billboards and it was in newspapers and directories. And now I'm like, I don't even have to pay any middleman for me to get my voice out to the world or connect with anyone, anywhere and because I see it as such a huge opportunity, I don't waste it. And that's why I'm always creating media as well as creating, you know, the social aspect as well.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, we have the biggest tool ever, like connect people and to push our businesses. Um, you know, I, I usually don't shoot my local client. I don't have clients in Spain that normally. So I have to go and search for my client out there is to show who we are really in social media, because, I was speaking the other day with a photographer who is in my mentorship. He was asking, look, I cannot connect with my couples and they just don't know who I am. It's so important that we really show who we are because I, I firmly believe that the, our, our clients or the people are gonna connect with our social media are gonna connect with us because who we are in there. Um, a lot of my couples have told me, hey, Joy, we hire you, not because, just because of the photography, just because of the connection because we align with the style we align with your lifestyle we saw your dog on instagram and we love him uh, we already want to meet him and we know where you eat we know your lifestyle and we just feel that we're going to be really comfortable shooting with you that's some people take that really easy you know some photographers say yeah you are just sharing the stories doing life and talking uh, about anything but that's as well thought as well. You know, I think as well about what I'm going to upload, what I'm not going to upload. As you said before, I think for us as creative is we need to be quite transparent because the audience, the people that are on the other side, they are not stupid. They're going to figure out if you are true, if mm-hmm. you are honest, or if you are, if you are lying. So you need to be who you are. I mean, I have been talking about politics when the, we got election here in Spain and, you know, how people get really polarised and thinking, oh, my God, you shouldn't be talking about politics, you shouldn't be talking about controversial stuff on, on Instagram. That's not the truth. I mean, the more you talk about things that you are real, I mean, I don't need the whole wall to love me. I just want the right people to focus on me and to see that I align with them. So if you are not giving them that chance to connect with you or to really understand who you are, and um, if you are this person that is just blank and perfect, that's so boring. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nothing happens. Hey, so there's all these new platforms coming out, like you know, like Clubhouse, for instance. And where it's becoming more acceptable to share a little bit more and to connect on a deeper level and it's stuff that we've never done on any other social media platform ever. So just to put things into perspective with like Clubhouse, there was a big shooting in the US not too long ago, like maybe last week, I think. Yeah, And they had a psychologist get onto Clubhouse and mass help people. And it's the first time in history where social media has been a place where someone could actually tune into to get some sort of guidance or help, because usually you can't get that kind of level of deepness in social media because it's very sort of face value. But I got into a a room the other day with some photographers and they were talking about, they were saying how they want to make sure in Clubhouse that they curate themselves a lot and not talk about their pricing and not talk about their sales and not talk about that kind of stuff in case there's a client listening or something. And it got me thinking because I think the opposite. I'm like, I love, I talk to my clients about my sales, or my you know, my, my pricing or how much I earn and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't care. And I think if you're hiding something from your clients, like if you can't tell them what you're doing and how much you charge and all that kind of stuff, then you probably shouldn't be doing it because there's something, something shady going on. But it's interesting because we can have two different things. It's like, should we be curating ourselves more? Or should we be more transparent and sharing ourselves more? So I think a lot of people are going to get into that dilemma. But I hope that people don't bring the social anxiety that they have from social media like Instagram, and Facebook, where they don't share too much. And then they try and keep curating themselves over and over and keep the conversation boring over and over as well. <laughs>
1: I mean, Clubhouse is a tough one. Like the first week I was fully in. I was listening. I was every single hour there. I was listening to things that I didn't even understood. I was in meditation rooms. I was in marketing rooms. I was everywhere. But I saw, I actually brought a lot of the Spanish community in because, you know, you needed an invitation. And I was so excited. I wanted to already have a community there. After a week, everyone was talking about the same thing. You know, the COVID situation, and how to handle it was the main thing. And no one was talking about anything else. So I think it's just in a really early state. But, you know, as an educator myself, and I was thinking this about you as well the other day, because I was listening to one of your room. You know, I'm I'm reading this book about givers and takers. Um, I think, obviously, you are a giver, And I am afraid that people lose the perspective as well when they come up to Clubhouse, because... I am like you. I'm all about sharing my knowledge. I don't care. Like, I think every single person is an individual. And if you are, you know, if you are sure about your your content, about what you are creating, you will never be worried about sharing stuff. I mean, that's it. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I'm scared
1: just about people getting there and trying to take, 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 and not want to share anything, not because they don't have the knowledge, but just they, because they don't feel prepared to share anything, you know? I think it can be kind of overwhelming when you're getting in, over- in half and you see all those people that you are might on the top and you think, oh, my God, I have nothing to say. So I don't know what will be the way. I think, like, for example, I was talking with Opie, with my fiance. Um, She's not used to get into talking in any social media, and I said, hey, join it and do it. Like, that's the first way to do it. And I think the good thing about Clubhouse is that you don't have to show your face. It's just your voice. So I think it's quite interesting to start putting up the voice. And I think it's just in the really early stage, and it will evolve. I hopefully think it would be a cool place to connect with other creatives and we push the voice. But definitely for now, I, I haven't listened too many things on, on Clubhouse. I think I it requires a better search um, mode to really get deep into the things, the topics that I really want to listen. Otherwise, I'm always listening to the same thing and I have the feeling that you can get, like at least in the, Spain, the Spanish community, I felt that the first days in the photography Uh, community was, everything was quite negative, like just worrying about the problem, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't hear that many solutions. So, I mean, it's really funny, but I think it's going to require a bit of time for people to be trained and educated. I think we just need an education on social media in the future, like they're going to have to teach you this. Absolutely. For sure.
0: (laughs) It's a wild west right now, there's no rules.
1: Yeah, we don't know how to (laughs) behave. We don't know how to deal with bullies, you know, one day I was doing a giveaway with uh, my fiance because we just wanted, with the COVID situation, we said, hey, we are going to do a wedding for free for a couple. Um, and that's it. Um, we shared all, everything on social media. And then we started getting hate by people. They say, why? Well, you're breaking the market. Why are you doing this? Like, I thought all in my mind it was a positive thing, you know, for this couple that wasn't going to be able to get married. And then suddenly you get all that hate. And it's, oh my God, how to handle that in social media is so important because I Mm -hmm. I feel I'm quite balanced. But even though I feel I'm quite balanced, I was like thinking, wow, this is strong. So it's definitely a lot of things for us to learn about social media still.
0: There is, there's so much. And I don't think enough people talk about it as well, but I feel like I'm really good at it because I've been doing it for so long and I'm always doing it. And you know, you've probably heard me say before, like I get hate on social media as well, because anyone that's in the limelight or anyone that has a voice is going to get an opinion thrown at them, which is always interesting because it's like, how do you handle that? Like you're creating content, like you're saying, if you're a giver. And so you, when you give as much as like you and I do, you can feel vulnerable as well because it's not all just like you think you're right all the time. It's not like I'm sitting in clubhouse. I'm like, I'm always right. You know what my word is the word, but you're always like you, you're standing up for what you believe in and, and, you, and you're sharing your message and you're giving to help as much as you can with your experience. But yeah, when someone attacks you for giving, it's like, man, well, not only am I wasting my time here giving to you, but it's falling on deaf ears because you're not ready for it as well which is really interesting. But going back onto that subject, what we were talking about with like givers and takers, I kind of think about it a little bit differently because, uh, and I got a little bit jaded, I think when I was doing my workshops, because I could tell after a while, people were trying to take, take, take. And if you know anything, like if you're educating, if you know anything, when people take all the time, you get depleted, like it feels exhausting, and you know I get this even in my course sometimes, or I get like other people trying to copy what I'm doing, and you get like a build up of like okay, there's people blatantly copying what you're doing, and there's people publishing stuff that's your content, or people are trying to bring you down and then after a while, it's like it's hard to keep giving from that space because it's like man i'm I'm getting very depleted, there's not much left, <laughs> so I need to get back on the social media or get onto something where someone fills up my cup. But then I also think about it is, um, I think about consumers and creators instead of givers and takers. So I think that I'm more of a creator and same as yourself, less of a consumer because I don't really scroll Instagram that much. And I don't really go. And when people say like, did you watch that new show? And I'm like, no, I didn't really. And I don't really go on YouTube and watch it. We're going to post this on YouTube and something I want to talk about, but I never watch YouTube, man. Like it's just, I'm just not there. Because as soon as I have a second like that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go make some content. I'm going to go create something. I'm going to go talk to someone. I'm going to go make a podcast. I'm going to go do an interview. I'm going to go and make a, write a blog post. I'm going to go and, and my brain just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes until I'm asleep. <laughs> and then I wake up the next day and then I just do it all over again. Wow. But I'm learning to love the energy that I have. And I'm learning to realize that where I fit in the world. So where I fit is like, yes, people want to copy my ideas. And yes, like people are trying to take from me all the time but I'm put on this so if I'm right here to give and I have the energy to keep giving to keep creating keep creating so I believe like if I get on clubhouse instead of me being jaded about that experience I'm like yeah you're taking 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 and one day maybe you're going to give somewhere and maybe you're going to it's going to help you in some way and you're going to be able to help someone else in some way and because everyone's on their own journey right and I can give as much as i can but it doesn't mean people are going to be successful from what i do because until they're in the right headspace and until they are doing the right thing like if they copy my stuff and publish it because it's not coming from the right place like man it's social media people see through things these days they know yeah. who's authentic and they know who's copying and all that kind of stuff so just a different spin on um on that i guess
1: definitely definitely i mean i i have the feeling that when you are a real creator when you I mean it doesn't really need that you are good it's not about being good or bad it's about. No, it's not achieving.
0: about good yeah
1: yeah it's feeling the passion like I don't feel like the best photographer I'm always doubting of myself like every single time But I don't care about that because I'm passionate about what I'm creating like I wake up in the morning and I have this notebook by my bedside table and I just write in an idea and say okay I'm gonna write about this tomorrow I'm creating something new and it's what you said like takers There are different ways of takers. There is the taker that is taking because it's learning. And it's the taker that actually are in the head is feeling that that's the only thing that they can do. And that's really sad. That's the bad bad part of it. Because, you know, when you are a taker and you're taking just to improve yourself, it's like taking to build your own house. It's a completely different thing. Um, When you are a creator, um, you don't really care about someone copying you up because you you should be a step forward the whole time, the whole
0: time. Always. Exactly. Actually, yeah,
1: it's like actually when I see someone copying me the other day, I saw someone who just copied exactly the same photo. I mean, the same photo. I know it was inspired by my photo, but that actually excites me because they say, "Okay, I cannot take anything similar to that anymore." Like now, if these yeah, people now you're doing, gonna move forward, yeah, exactly. I mean, and we, I think, as creators, we always feel like maybe, hey, that's everything we have. Maybe we cannot give more. Maybe this is the peak of the mountain. We cannot create more anything else. But from everybody that happen around us is where we get the energy to create something new. Obviously, I mean, I copy, I have seen inspiration in the past. I have taken, that's the way that we are not creating the wheel here. That's, that's the way that we take our energy. But in social media, I think there's definitely the two kind of people, the person that is passionate about what they do and the people that just want to make money, for example, or just get, the ego accomplished because they are going to get more likes or something like that. Uh, so, when I'm training the people about social media, I say, man, that's the way that maybe takes you to a lot of followers and maybe gives you a few clients. But as you said before, people see who is behind the camera. Before, it was really easy to fake things because, you know, we were not used to the language and the communication on social media. But now we know who is lying. We know who is in the truth. We know who is honest. If you are a real creator, you don't have time to waste faith in anything. I mean, you just don't. Like, I cannot imagine you uh, going there and pretending to upload something different because if you have five minutes, you have to be honest with your audience. I don't know about you, but I can imagine it because for me, my audience are my friends. It's my community. I have to treat them well. I have to gain my respect, like, you know, it's not any longer about. You gotta money.
0: earn the attention. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. I
1: mean, I mean, our reputation is is the biggest access that we have right now. It's our reputation, who we are as a person, and how we react to every single thing that is happening. Like if you know, with the COVID situation, it was the perfect example. How did we deal with that as humans and as creators? Like I saw people getting really angry with their couples because of the deposit, because of payment, because not getting money. Um, man, you're showing everything that you shouldn't be showing on it. And there, you know, like you are not, you don't have empathy with your client. This is a perfect opportunity to put yourself in the right place and you are doing completely the opposite. So it's just it's just a whole mindset that you need to have in social media. But I think before you have that mindset in social media, you have to have that mindset in actual real life. If you don't feel like mm. that, think about that, you will never show that in social media either.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree with all of that. And like what people don't realize is with a brand, like business is so different in 2021 compared to what a lot of wedding photographers thinks it is, right? And um, here's like a good example. I know you have really nice branding, but I don't know really what your website looks like. And I don't actually know what your logo looks like. Um, I know your color palettes and I know like a bit of font because I've seen it around, but I really know your brand. Like I really understand your brand. And the reason being is because. I look at the language and how you write things. I look how you respond to people. I look at the photos that you curate. And I look at like the products that you put out there. And I look at all these things and what people, like they don't realize that a brand is all those things. So when you get into a Facebook group and then you start complaining about your clients and you start complaining about other photographers and that the market's oversaturated and things like that, you're building your brand. And then somewhere along the track, someone's going to make up their minds of like, hey, I'd love to do business with that person. or I would love to invite that person to talk at my wedding photography summit, or I'd love to collab and have them on my podcast. And then the other people's like, I absolutely don't want that person on my podcast because I've seen their brand. I've seen how they interact with people. And if they talk about like that behind someone else's back, how would they talk about me? You know, yeah. so it's really interesting because like, like you're saying, man, like the, every single thing that you're doing on social media. For instance, like if I seen a wedding photographer the other day, she hired a bot to get her more followers. And this bot was going crazy on my Instagram account, like leaving these really stupid comments and then going into my DMs. And then I went onto her page and I said, can you please turn off the bot and block it from my account? But there was about 50 messages from other people saying, please turn off your bot, please, please, please. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like the follower count is not your brand. It's you showing up for your people. Like who cares how many followers you have if you're an empty soul that no one actually knows or connects with anyway on social media?
1: No, it's a, it's an empty shell. I actually had the same conversation the other day with a photographer. He was saying, hey, look, I'm just getting into this pod group. I'm getting a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Uh, I'm so happy now. And I was like, okay, are you getting inquiries for your weddings? Are you actually getting clients? I said, no, 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 but I'm getting a lot of visibility on my Instagram. I said, all right, that's, if that's great, if that works for you. I do enjoy, like, I, I feel like some people struggle with social media because they are not able to embrace social media and actually enjoy it. I think it can be the most boring thing in the world. It can be like being in an office, or it can be actually an experience that you enjoy. Every single time I... I'm going to share a photo on my feed. I don't do it. I do it maybe once a week or maybe once every two weeks. I made a reservation of time for enjoy with my community. I mean, that's the moment when I get to the step, I'm going to say, hey, this is my work. I want to see what you think about it. So I have like two hours to comment, to to interact with my people, with my audience, and that's really exciting. I still keep that feeling that I had in 2015 when you share your first photos and you get to 100 likes, and it's, oh, my God, this is actually creating my is liking this. So if you are just thinking about the likes and the comments, obviously we all do care in certain aspects just a bit of, of course. course if you see if you see a photo is not working well at least you're learning something you say hey maybe they, uh, this wasn't good for my community but if you just worry about that you're losing everything you're not communicating you're not creating community you are not actually pushing your business at all i mean you're gonna be empty shell and, and that's so boring mm. so so yeah
0: yeah man i want to stop you on that one like what you're saying to me just sings to my heart like i love when people like for me like even from the start i, I started instagram and like 2013 or whatever and um like i loved it right it was about like connecting like everyone that leaves a comment on my instagram account even today i know i've been on their profile i know who they are i know their first name like i know these people right and i love that they show up all the time year after year after year and they keep supporting me in all different ways now what i don't like and i and I'm um, been harping on about this, but like I just say business is different now. And I, and I say like a lot of wedding photographers, we're trying to, we're so creative at heart, but we're trying to take on old school corporate ways of doing business. And it fucking kills me. Like, sorry about the language, but kills yeah, me, right? True. So, so, here's one thing that kills me. It's like, we like to systemize everything to try and save ourselves time. So, with wedding with wedding photographers, we like to get onto like Plannerly or something like that to plan out our Instagram posts. So then we don't even have to think about it and you just do it once a month and then that's it. And I'm like, yeah, that's great when you're trying to hit KPIs and you're in an office block and you're doing it for a big company. But man, if we're here right now, like, is that really what you want to be doing? You want to just be scheduling your stuff out because everyone told me I need to be on Instagram and hopefully I get my follower count a little bit higher and my engagement a little bit higher. And I think like we're too far in thinking that we're in the wedding photography business or we think we're in the photography business or the wedding business, but we forget we're in the people business. And that's literally what we are. Like we're in the people business and we got to show up for people and we got to talk to people. So I have what, you know, 40, 50,000 followers, and I reply to all my DMs. I reply to all my comments. I know all the people that DM me. I know all the people commenting me. Like, I don't let any of those things go out of control because I'm like, that's my business. It's 2021. My business is the people. And that's like the most important thing. So, what do you think about that when it comes to like systemizing too much, like systemizing too much client experience, systemizing too much social media, and just to get those KPIs and those um, stats that we like to talk about?
1: Yeah. I mean, I had to start plan only for about two hours on my iPhone and then it it got deleted. I hate it. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's it's just, it's just losing the whole point. It's just losing the whole point. It's like, imagine you invite people to a party and then you don't show up. It's it's another person. It's like, what what's the point about it? I mean, people have Put faith on you, on your work, um, and then you are not putting any time on them. Like what? Well, well, then get a bot or get a robot and do it for you. That's people are so scared about AI, and but that's what we are doing with all these programs. And uh, as you say, if you work for a big business, but even big businesses nowadays they need to have the personal touch behind. If they use social media, just blank. They're going
0: to go downhill. So, so that's actually why I talk about like businesses change, right? And why wedding photographers are a little bit behind because big companies now are changing to what we should be doing, but we're the ones yeah. at the forefront, and that's why I'm like. If big companies are doing this, you're doing stuff that they've done a long time ago and they've it's obsolete now. So don't yeah. follow those things. Like do the new things and look what's, what the big companies are doing now.
1: It's so it's so old school. I see like everyone is using the same marketing. Everyone is doing the same thing. I say, every time that someone comes for me for advice, I am all about like read actually marketing actual books and get into blogs and try to get yourself inspired by people that are doing business way better than us. Because you know, I don't know in, in in Australia, but here in Spain, like the community, they just educate by themselves. They just educate by all the photographers, by all the wedding photographers. Not even by they don't have a finance advisor. They don't know about anything else. Um, it's so crazy how our vision about businesses and about social media, about the world in general, is so narrow, so small. Like. That's why I like to listen to your podcast, basically, because you are bringing a new perspective. And that's so important. It's like finally a fresh air, like thinking, oh my God, this person get it. Like, it's not just wedding photography. We think that we are rock stars. But if you go out on the street and you ask who is Jay Long or or who is Joyce Mora, they will never know. I mean, it's impossible for them to know. So we think we live in this small palace, thinking that we are so cool and important because we shoot photography. But as you said, this is about people. And if we are not, I mean, this is an example, for example, like when I'm doing my video calls with my future clients, I have all my background full of comics because I love them. You know, I am a nerd and I am passionate about that. You will be shocked about how many couples hire me because of my Batman comic, because so many grooms are so bored when they are doing the video call, but they see the connection with me they say hey man i saw that you shared that you're reading this comic or you're playing this board game i am completely honest i could be thinking hey don't do that you know and you're gonna look like a nerd maybe your client is not gonna be interested in that <laughs> that's completely the opposite <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah, like to yeah. talk about i don't like to talk about photography when i'm having a video call with my clients that's so boring i want to talk no, about not. real life and they see my comments they see my dog and i create a real connection that's it that's it it's everything about that And people don't get it. People don't get that. That's the biggest advantage that you have as a small business nowadays. The most like, why do you go? I don't go, for example, to Starbucks. I hate it. I don't like it. Um, I I go to the local coffee shop here in Spain. Starbucks is just for people who pretend. I prefer to go to the local place that they know my name, that they're going to put my local coffee. And it's even cheaper. It's the
0: same in Australia as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Why to do that? Why to be a Starbucks when you can be this hipster, coffee place, uh, we offer you an actual experience. But that's what you have to show in social media. You shouldn't be following the uh, strategies that Starbucks is going to do on social media. You should be the local one.
0: Man, yeah. Like, I mean, as creatives, and this is what I can't stress enough to people because like wedding photographers are great at social media because they can take photos and they generally can write things and they've been on there for a long time. But what they do is they allow themselves to lose what makes them special because they think they got to go after something that doesn't exist anymore, which is the, you know, the KPIs and like trying to do business the wrong way. And I hear it all the time. Like people say, like, make sure you don't mix business with pleasure and like all these old school things. And I'm like, man, business is pleasure to me. And that's what it's all about. And they say, don't do business with friends. I'm like, man, I only do business with friends. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, wow. like what that's you, so wrong. What you yeah. guys
1: are talking about, I'm doing the opposite, man. Like oh, wow. <laughs> No, it's, it's it's completely that, man. I, I don't work. I mean, social media is just going to tell about the right people. We have the chance for the first time to just work with the people that we love. Why why are you going to do all the things? It's just pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. Hey,
0: let's talk about um some practical stuff because I told you I'm going to try and start recording some of my podcast episodes like I am now and put it on YouTube. Now, this is an interesting one because I don't actually watch YouTube. So it's not one of those things where I'm there usually. But I am doing it for two different reasons. One is because I know a lot of people do just put on YouTube and they want to watch, see each other's faces. Um, The second is because more accessibility. So if someone's hard of hearing, they can actually watch and and there'll be like captions and things like that. So it does open it up into more people. But I think sometimes we put too much weight on how important social media is. And I think with something like that, it's like, why not? You're already going to create the content anyway. Why not create more content? So with this podcast episode, for instance, And I I consider like my blog as social media, so I can write a blog post and then I'm going to be able to upload this onto YouTube and put that on my blog post. And then I'm going to put this on the Apple podcast app and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Then I'll probably make some snippets for IGTV and then I'll probably do a carousel on my Instagram, you know, and then we'll do an Insta story each or something. And then, and it just keeps going and going. And for when people say like, I don't have any ideas for content and I've got no content, I'm like, go back to what you're doing, document what you're doing, because I have way too much content that I don't even have, I don't have enough time for the content ideas that I've got because I can like endlessly, I can sit here until the sun goes down and comes back up and I'm still trying to create something, you know, it's so funny. But, um, What do you think about like just getting out there and getting to where your people are and best serving your people opposed to trying to get everyone to go to where you are? And a good example of this is like, maybe you hate Clubhouse, but maybe all your audience is there and maybe so that you go and show up for them or maybe you hate YouTube, but then you know your audience is there. So you're showing up for them at that place instead of your audience hates Clubhouse, but you love it. So you're trying to get people to Clubhouse, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it makes sense completely. I'm really selfish in that aspect. If I love it, I'm gonna be there. That's it. Yeah. Like I, I, <laughs> I can't, I, I cannot pretend. Like if I, if I love Instagram, for example, I, you know, this is happening as well now. Like, you talk about Are you on TikTok. Yes, and I love it. And, and you know, and, yeah, and awesome. for so many, for so many people, like now, like all millennials, it's it's, it's really weird. I mean, the communication, the language is completely different. Um, totally, man, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I realized that even generations separated by 10 years are so different. Big. Um, mm-hmm. I saw on TikTok something that amazed me. Um, I want to talk about that, act- actually, because I think it's a big step on social media. You know, on Instagram, it's everything about looking good. In Instagram is, you know, you're amazing. You're cool. You're having this cool life. Usually, we don't share shit, you know. But then I totally. realized on TikTok... It's no longer like that, you know? You see that the generation behind us, they don't care. They don't care about showing up, being the cool guy. If they have a problem, they share it. If they are vulnerable, they share it. If they have, I saw this girl that she he has this massive tumor in the face, you know, it's tough to see. It's not, it's not the thing that you expect on, on Instagram, but she's so open about it the community, I went to the comments to see, oh my God, it's going to be so much hate to this girl. Not a single one. It was so beautiful, like actually to see how the community, the community was so supportive because we only listen in the media about the bad things, you know, and we get this perception that everything is bad. But then when you focus on them, you see that there is no bullying there. There's just connection. And there's people of, you know, social media. Imagine if you were a gay person, in a really small village in the south of Spain 20 years ago, you feel completely isolated. Maybe you didn't know anyone like you. But now Absolutely. You have, a whole co- you have a whole community to support you. And even though if they don't live by the same street, at the same town, you feel that support. So it's incredible. And I see, like, you need to be where you love to be. I mean, because, for example, I'm, I'm spending way more time now on TikTok than on Instagram. Instagram for me right now is quite boring. It's quite... You know, everything stays in the same place when you go to TikTok. It's, oh my God, this is so exciting. So many things going on. And obviously the algorithm is way better than on Instagram. It's way easier if you do something good. If you do a good content, it's way easier to have way more visibility a new connection. And I think it's so exciting for People in our age to connect with the generation that we have in our back because they they're coming with everything. I mean, they have a completely different way of communicating. They don't care about the style; it's just about the message. and um, That's so exciting. And um, I just get there and I spend hours amazed by the abilities and the way that they connect with each other. So definitely, I will be what I want to be. I, I and mean, if my com- my community love me and love my content, they will move with me. I think that's the way. If not, it will create a new community somewhere
0: else. <laughs> I love it, man. Like it's, it's something that I believe because I am the same, like I've actually tried to get on TikTok and I didn't love it. And then, so I'm like, everyone's like, you got to get on there. And I'm like, to be honest, I don't go on anything that like gives me any kind of pain points to get on there because I get on social media to enjoy. Now, I know you don't like Clubhouse, but I actually had the same as you. I was on it for a week, loved it, couldn't stop. Then I was getting on it again, started not loving as much because everyone's talking about the same thing. And then I realized, and this sounds really selfish, but I loved it when I'm on it talking because I just love talking. And then I was like, okay, so I'm just going to run social media how I want to run it. Like I literally, I'll just schedule my own time to get on there and then I'll talk and I'll bring my community in. And then instead of me going into other groups where I disagree with people and I'm trying to add value to other people's groups and where I'm trying to spread myself around it, I was like, man, I don't need to grow a following on this platform. All I want to do is get on there and the people that actually love what I do and they want to have a channel to me, then I'm like, fine, I'll just have my own show. They can come up. My community can come up. I'm not trying to grow, not trying to collab or do anything like that. And I think um, being true to yourself means now I don't feel bad about showing up on Clubhouse again. And now I feel liberated again to just like hop on anytime I want and just like press for go and then just start talking to my audience. And I think... The least amount of resistance you have to a platform, the more you're going to show up unapologetically.
1: Yeah, it's exactly the word you said liberating. You know, I felt that way with a clubhouse and with TikTok. Like I was feeling that Instagram was moving forward to uh, such a professional feel that like you had to be too professional. Everything you had to share is too professional. I don't know if it happened to you, but. It's quite demanding. Like, I'm quite demanding with my work. Um, it feels like, oh, my God, should I upload this in my feed or it's not good enough? Then I decide, okay, I need to get back to that feeling of, of enjoying social media. That's why I joined TikTok. And also, I'm not speaking about photography on TikTok. I'm speaking about personal growth, finance, cryptocurrency, completely different because that's who I am. I mean, I am the photographer, right? But I'm way more than that. And I feel some people just get into the photography field, the wedding photography field, and it looks like there is no any other topic. It's just so boring. And I guess so. I have been in so many workshops when I try to talk to people, to other things, and it's like, oh my God, they don't know anything else. It's just wedding photography. So it's liberating and it's exciting to... All this new social media is going to allow us to connect better with that. I don't know if in five years from here... I'm going to be doing photography or maybe I'm going to just dip in into cryptocurrency and my channel on TikTok is going to grow because I'm talking about cryptocurrency, for example. So mm. it's just to be open-minded, I think. Um, enjoy the experience. I think so. It's, it's, it's-
0: I think like um, we, we sort of pigeonhole ourselves too much as well. So, like I think old school business again and, I'm, and I keep going backwards and forwards with this, but I think like like yourself, you're saying you're creating a brand around yourself. You're not creating a like yourself around your brand. And I think old school businesses create yourself around your brand. So that means you got your brand and you're a wedding photographer and then that's what you do. That's how you show up always, only nothing else. And like, I think I sort of realized that like a few years back and I was like, man, I need to create a brand around who I am and my products can evolve around me and my brand can evolve around me. My audience can evolve around me. And that way I'm liberated to talk. Like if I talked about cryptocurrency right now on my Instagram it probably wouldn't shock people because people are like, oh, Jai's always talking about everything, <laughs> you know, like he, he's talking about sales now and now he's talking about podcasting. Now he's talking about wedding photography. Now he's talking about vegan clothing. Like, And because of that, it gives me the power to speak about anything, but it's still on brand. Like it's still yeah. like, oh, there's Jai's take on it, you know, like yeah. oh, I actually would like to hear what Jai says about that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. oh, cryptocurrency, what is he thinking about that? Instead of like, he wouldn't know anything about that because he only talks about wedding photography or, yeah. you know, ha- however else we like sort of close ourselves off. So I think the more that we open ourselves up and create a brand and like you are as well, I believe, like everything that you do, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like it's all around your brand and what you're putting out there and your products, your services all seem to just fit you. You're not trying to fit them.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's what, it's what you say, Like, I saw one day that you were talking actually about cryptocurrency and what you are doing with me, like with this person who is living in the other side of the wall, is even getting closer and closer. And you don't have to do anything actively with me. You don't have to talk to me. Like everything you are sharing is is making me getting closer to you and align more and more with you. And you are doing the same thing with potential client. I'm just another photographer. I'm in the six figure uh, business uh, program. But Business you're connecting setup, yeah. way, way, way more with me because you're just sharing on knowledge. I, I said to the people, I want more engagement. Well, show who you are more. If you don't show who you are, you are not giving to your audience anything to connect with. They cannot grasp mm. any part of you. You're like, you know, like, I don't know in Australia neither, but in Spain, people spend hours watching gossip on the TV. That's because they really want to know about that actor life they don't care about how they feel they want to know who they are and you know the biggest engagement i get in my stories on instagram facebook anywhere is when i'm talking about personal stuff if i share a holiday if i share a personal experience at home if i talk about my feelings about anything like that that's where the people really open their eyes and get amazed by what i am saying. when i talk about stuff when i talk about photography they get bored they already know that so it's so That's important so true, that when we, we show the person behind, I mean, it doesn't matter any gossip, any good, bad thing that you do, anything that you are passionate about will catch the attention of the person that is in, in the other side. Otherwise it will be boring as it's fuck. It's, uh, it's
0: I, l- I love that. <laughs> just adding a swear word in there. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. Hey, so like, here's my little, um, mantra I've been singing lately. And this one, is going to work really well with you. It's like to track the right people. It's, Basically, you're trying to attract the right person that would have and understand the same inside joke that no one else would understand, right? So just say, for instance, like me and you are talking about crypto. And then I said something like, oh, like, you know, Ethereum, something's going on with Ethereum and gas fees and something else is happening. And then you're like, oh, I I totally know what you mean. But then the whole rest of the room is like, I don't actually know what they're talking about. And the thing is, it's like a lot of the times we try and talk to everyone in the room as like one big blanket thing but instead of just talking to one person and what you really want to do to stand out on social media and to dig deeper on connections and do all that kind of stuff. It's like find the people that get your inside jokes, like find the people, like you are saying, the comics behind you, they understand it and yeah. th- you and them understand it. No one else does. And so that means on a deeper level, it's like, yeah, we've got that in common. Like that's, there's something right there.
1: Yeah. I, when I, I, I don't know. You know, when I'm, when I'm in on Instagram writing a story, I just think about a single person. You know, I, I know I had a good friend there that is always on my stories. He's always the first person to to watch my stories. And I just write to that person. Like, I don't that's care so about... Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's care. So good. You know, I and that's the same thing that you should do in your business. You know, that if you're... You don't need to address everyone. I don't want all the clients in the world. Like, for example, I I'm to this point right now that I don't want uh, a client that is willing to pay you way more money for me. And that maybe sounds disturbing, but if I know if I charge, let's say, 6,000 euros in Spain, I'm going to get to a client that I don't like, that I don't connect with. So I have to to keep that perfect balance in the gold spot where I'm going to be accessible for the kind of clients that I I want. And it's the same thing with the communication on social media. You just need to approach that person that is going to understand you. The other people will be like, as you said, listening to the joke and maybe not laughing or just pretending that they understood when they did, didn't. But you're having the real conversation with your audience, with the audience that is prepared to see and to read your message. That's everything that matters.
0: I love it, man. Hey, um, just to sort of wrap up here, let's talk about, um, you're inside the Six Figure Business Map. And I really appreciate you being a part of my community and getting in there and being active and everything. I'm also part of your Patreon. And I just want to talk about that because you teach everything in English and in Spanish and it blows my mind because I joined it because I knew that you had English in there, but I wasn't sure at the start. So I just reached out to you, but to all the listeners out there, like it's in English and in Spanish and it's incredible. So that's something like Patreon is just, you know, so affordable. It's something that I've signed up to. So I'm personally in there as well. And um, tell us about your passion about getting in there and serving your community.
1: Uh, that was really, you know, that was the COVID situation. Uh, I had always getting inquiries about, hey, do you do one to one? And obviously, I do. But I was feeling that Patreon at the end of the day is like Netflix, but for educators. Like, if you are a creative, if you are an educator, you just upload things there. And I love the feeling that you can upload something and you're going to have like a blog that is going to share all the process, not just for the people that are in the other side, you know, okay, I'm going to share this about marketing, but I want to come back to Patreon maybe in three years and see my process as a creative and as a business person and all my learning curve inside there. So it's amazing. And, you know, the best thing, like I always say, when you go to a workshop, I'm sharing everything. I'm open on Patreon. I think I did it affordable because I thought, Everyone, everywhere, a lot of my community come from South America. It's not the same to spend dollars than Bolivares. It's it's way more uh, affordable if it's cheap for them. But what I love about this is getting back to the same thing, is creating community. I love my WhatsApp and Telegram group on Patreon because, you know, maybe I'm not there when someone writes something, but I'm always to be there after an hour, two hours to comment, to read, to have that feeling of community if you have a problem with your camera, if you have a problem with a couple because of the COVID, uh, because of anything, you feel that you have a community backing you up. And that's the most important thing. So it's as you as you do with a figure business, that you have created a community. Um, and that's even way more valuable than the course itself. The course is amazing. And, and you are putting everything that you know in there. But the community behind, that's something that you cannot pay for. I mean, you cannot pay if you are... If you are isolated, yeah, you can't even
0: you can't even try and build it. Like you can't even predict it. It's something no. that gets made on its own. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: it's so big. So it has been challenging because Spanish and English at the same time is tough. And you know, sometimes you are. I, I work by myself. I don't have a team. That's my future project. I want to build a team because I feel sometimes a bit overwhelmed. But it's so exciting to get the best of you and also to put your ideas in the right place and say, hey. What can I do to make these people learn something new? Um, as I said before, it's not just about photography. If you want to grow as a photographer, you have to grow as a person. So I push them in social growth, in personal development, in finance, because I see so many people just focusing in the wrong thing. I mean, photography, obviously, is important. You need to know how to use the camera and to edit the photos. But there is way more that people are not paying attention to. And that's why I try to put in there.
0: I love it. How can we connect with you? What's your Instagram and your TikTok and wherever else we can find you?
1: I have the I have the weird name on, on Instagram is Dark Maito. but if you put Joy Samora, I will come up. In TikTok is I'm Joy Photo. Yeah, you can find me there. My web is www.joysamora.com. That's the easy one.
0: Yeah, and I'll include all those at the bottom. And um, just want to say like. Obviously, a big thank you from me and on behalf of my community because they're not here right now as we're pre-recording this. But um, you, the people have definitely asked me, like, can I get you on the podcast? And on my personal, selfish level, I just wanted to get you on the podcast so I can have a bit of a chat.
1: No, man, <laughs> so good, man, so good. It's a pleasure, like, uh,
0: tell me Just before we go, can you give us just some like? freeing advice if we're thinking and we're feeling like a little bit of anxiety around social media and even listening to us now has given us more anxiety because it's like more things to think about. Is there anything that you can just leave us with of just something that we can go, ah, oh, okay, I can do it.
1: I always do the same thing when people ask me, I don't know what to post. Uh, I'm stressed out. I will say, if you're in your house, look around you. Look, look what surrounds you because usually those are the things that you love. In your house, you usually just have things that you love. Every single thing that you have around you, it can be interesting to put in social media. From the plant that is dying because you're not watering it properly, till the books that you just read, <laughs> everything. All of that is you, all of that is you. And your community wanna know who you are. So just try to take out the pressure. We are not in a wall here. This is just uh, think about a blog that you're writing to your son in the future. Just keep him chill and just speak about who you are. Try to be transparent and that will help you out a lot. Definitely a lot.
0: Thank you, man. Love your style and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye.